Hey guys, thanks for coming back to another episode of Chelsea Talks. Today we have Nicholas Safaro on with us to tell us all about democracy in classical Athens. So, Nick, how did Athens compare to other civilizations around the area of Greece at the time? Well, Chelsea, Athens was considered basically the first ever really democratic form of government to exist in human history. Some historians debate that fact. It's Some people think that there were other civilizations and Greek city-states around there that were able to have a democratic society before Athens founded theirs. But it is still considered, if not the first, the most important due to how prolific a uh, how, how prolific and how well recorded our knowledge of their history is. By comparison to many other uh, civilizations and cultures around their region, most of the big or important ones were definitely more of monarchies or more entrenched oligarchies or aristocracies. Um, Persia, probably the largest kingdom of the region at the time, over in modern-day Iraq and Turkey, were heavily a monarchy. Egypt was, of course, a monarchy under their pharaoh. Athens' main rival, Sparta, was kind of like a dual monarchy that was eventually also an elected position. It Sparta's confusing. Let's not get into Sparta. Athens is was very much considered unique among its time from the modern perspective. Though, admittedly, a lot of what we know about Athens was from records written by Athenians. So, a little bit of grain of salt on there because, let's be real, if you're writing about yourselves, you're going to try and make yourselves look as good as possible, you know? Their perspectives are definitely going to be a little bit biased in the favor of Athens. Oh, of course. I I mean, just look at modern-day countries. All of their histories are always through a very positive self-lens. So, you mentioned all these other styles of governing, the oligarchies, aristocracies. How did they socially differ? So, how are the social climates of these cities different? Are they better or more violent? Are they overall more peaceful or joyous compared to the Athenian style? Well, we don't know a a ton of what the everyday day-to-day life of people were back then. We can make strong inferences based on, you know, what artifacts that we can find and writings that talk about the time. But people back then often didn't write about what happened to regular people. They mainly wrote about the big important things happening because that's what feels significant that being said things under uh, monarchies were a lot more totalitarian overall uh mainly back in the day when monarchs were still the primary form of government for most of the world the authority of the king was basically just i have been given the right to rule by our gods and I control all of these guys with the spears and the swords and the chariots and whatnot. We, you listen to me, or I use them on you. So your classic schoolyard bully style. That's an apt way of putting it. Only uh, written to be like a divinely ordained monarch that only is looking out for the best of his people. Mm, Gotcha. 
and of course the best for his people always serve his self-interests. Of course, of course. Can't have a state without a king, or so they thought. An oligarchy is somewhat similar, or an aristocracy is kind of like a subset of that. Uh, an oligarchy would be like a rule of few. So like maybe having four to five people in like a council ruling over a city state or and like it maybe make it hereditary or elect someone new from a group when uh, someone dies that was on the council. And an aristocracy is similar, only it's specifically tailored around a noble class or like a wealthy land owning class. Uh, and, and those are a little bit better because it's not just my way or the highway. It's multiple people having a debate about, you know, what it would be the best thing to do. It's still not representative. It's still a group seizing the power for themselves in order to control or have increase their sphere of influence. It lacks the discourse and debate and compromise that kind of is at least from the modern perspective, needed in a good government to be able to hear all sides of an argument and then collectively agree on what the best option to do is. I agree. I think uh, having different viewpoints and different minds working together to figure out individually unique solutions to problems often will lead to a higher quality result. However, of course, we know that takes a lot of time, as we've seen in modern day. And speaking of modern day, did the democracy being in Athens, did that end up improving modern day democracy, do you think? Uh, certainly. When our founding fathers in America looked back on history to try and determine what form of government they should take, they looked to the democracy of Athens and the uh, Senate of Rome to determine this kind of loose collective rule idea. And admittedly, their first draft in the Articles of Confederation wasn't super great, but I I'd like to think that we worked it out a little bit better on the, on the revised democracy and uh, constitution that we have today, at least to some extent. But it, the the... History and uh, legacy of the Athenian democracy definitely led to inspire not only other city-states in their region, but also a lot of modern-day governments. I mean, if you look at it today, like, at least... I'm, I'm going to pull a num uh, percentage out of thin air, but, like, about 80% of nations on this earth right now are some form of democracy through some way or another. Whether or not that democracy is still pure and uncorrupted by officials in said democracy. That's another debate for another time. Right. As is the debate of half of those democracies existed because America decided, hey, you, you were a despot. Now you're a democracy because we say so. <laughs> There's a long rabbit hole to go down there, and that'll turn this uh, this nine minute podcast into a uh, like twenty nine minute one. Let Let's crawl ourselves out of that hole and turn back to Athens. Then back to our primary topic of Athenian democracy. My final question for you is: Did Athenian democracy stand the test of time? Do you think? I would say it. Definitely did, at least to some extent. 
admittedly we're a little bit ways here. I feel like I should at least mention that what they define as a democracy back then isn't a democracy like we view nowadays with universal suffrage and, you know, the ability to elect really anyone to a seat of office. The democracy of Athens was structured kind of more like a more inclusive oligarchy. The only people who had a vote were uh, men, and you would be elected in a certain uh, demog- like geographical demographic based on where you lived in Athenian territory, and you would be on this council and you'd all vote for other men that own property, and they're particularly favored, you know, the aristocracy as usual, but there was still everyday Joe Farmers going to uh, the council every so often to get their opinions in on what should be done with the government. That being said, to answer your question about whether it stands the test of time, I would say that while the government itself ceased to exist and technically ceases to exist currently, it, the Greece is now state onto itself, I would say that the the legacy and the ideas were passed down through the generations and even the like five or seven seven times that it was conquered by you know alexander the great or the roman empire and then the people who succeeded the roman empire in the byzantines in that region and then the ottomans later into the 15th century all of those nations that conquered this territory and effectively continued to repress the democracy that used to exist in that region even though that that government for a very long time ceased to be we still were affected by it through their writings and their teachings and the lessons that they learned when growing their democracy from the first time and the mistakes they made running it i i would agree with that well guys gals non-binary pals this was chelsea talks featuring nicholas savaro talking about athenian democracy have a good one (laughs) 